that comes with entrepreneurship is that people think that you're always available. Right. Just because, <laughs> just because I control my time doesn't mean I'm always available. So sometimes, like, it's like I have to be strict, which is very hard for me. I try, I pride myself on being actively available I'd at be like, all no, times. No, he ain't available. Like, you can shoot me a DM, <laughs> I'll respond, or the VAs will respond. I usually respond before the VAs respond, or you shoot us an email, I try to be responsive on there, or you shoot me a text, I try to be responsive. You call me, I try to pick up on the first ring. And that's one of the challenges where. You, when you are that responsive to other people, that means you're less responsive to somebody else or something else. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if I'm always available for everybody else, that takes away from me being available for Alani. And during this past month, I want to say we probably got a lot closer than we normally would have. Right? You and her. Me, me and her. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've spent a lot more time together. So let's say my meetings are done at 12. I'm like, all right, the rest of the day, we're going to go to the, the park or whatever, or we're going to go visit this gymnastic place, whatever. Mm -hmm. So... I was playing. Yeah, you were doing the activities the with daddy, her. Daddy I'm, daycare. I tell you, you can't say that. Why not? Because I can't say mommy daycare. It's my child. Yes, there's no daycare. Daycare means you're taking care of someone else, like being paid for it. That's how I look at it, at least. Mm. You're not getting paid for it. It's your you child. There's no babysitting my child. Like that type of so concept. So why do people say that? Oh, I think it's foolish. I don't think they're taking it in the technical sense, but I try not to use those, those terminologies. Because you never say a mom is babysitting. Mm. So right, you, a dad? You, some people say, "Oh, the dad is babysitting." So it's like a deadbeat dad situation. Yeah, you don't babysit. It's just it's your child. I'm home with the child. Like what? It is what it is. I'm home with my kid. Yeah, I'm home with my kid. I'm not babysitting it. Uh, you get paid for those things. I guess those services. At least. So deadbeat dad. That's how I see it. At least. So deadbeat dad. Stop saying you babysitting no. your kids. That's what Janoka's saying. You're not a deadbeat if you're like I'm not using it in that sense. But just being mindful of terminology. That's all I'm saying. That's okay. all I'm saying. <laughs> if you show up, you show up. It is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, activities he was able to go to. But in the meantime, it was that hard decision of are we going to look for another nanny? Do we want to look for another nanny, or are we going to put her into school? So the school search started. Um, Something like I mentioned that's big for us is her speaking Spanish. So a school that has Spanish immersion, that brings our window smaller and smaller. I just want to make this. this well, Spanish immersion? Spanish immersion means that in the classroom, that's all they speak is Spanish. They I tend to see Spanish immersion and Mandarin immersion are at a lot of, well, some schools, they'll offer those services. So that means that's the only language they speak in that classroom. Maybe twice a week, they may get English, right? So... That's what we want because we know that we will speak English with her. She needs to continue to learn the Spanish, especially as her vocabulary continues to expand. Why was that important? Um, that's important because I don't speak Spanish. My family is from Panama. All of my cousins, all of my uncles, everyone speaks Spanish fluently and English. And I do not. I only understand it. So I don't speak enough to teach it to her at all. So we want to make sure that she knows the language and is fluent I don't care if we don't understand what she's saying. That's fine with me. But that's why that's so important um, for us. So family, I'm like, speak Spanish to her. Like everybody needs to just be speaking Spanish to her, which she's, she understands. So she's at a good place, but we have to make sure she continues with that. And that was really important for us. Um, so not many schools offer that. <laughs> I want to be clear about that. Yeah. Then during the time that we started to look, a lot of the schools were closed due to the holiday season. So they were closed out until January 2nd or January 9th. So that was another two weeks that she would just be home because we couldn't even visit certain schools that we were interested in. Um, the search of looking through reviews and looking at their website and diversity is another big thing. So let's kind of, I want to kind of put Break this in down. a tangible way where... Because we, we use, the way we use 
our businesses is the same way we kind of have the same process for looking for a nanny or looking for a, a, a school or a daycare. It's the same exact process when we're looking for contractors for our cleaning business or whether they're looking for a nanny, mm-hmm. we're looking for a daycare, looking for a babysitter. And it all comes down to uh, a few steps. And I want to give the people tangible ideas for this. So, okay. So, go ahead. I do want to like name the first step thing that I did before we went and went into a classroom. Yeah, like into I want to. I want to give them a breakdown because I think a lot of this stuff translates across many things, and it's not just for you. May be thinking, oh, I don't have any kids, but this the same process that we use for this. The same process we use for our businesses, our teams, our members, contract everything. So I want to give them that that tangible breakdown, which is important. I think the first thing that I would look at is why well, I would just like search. Daycares in my area, right? I literally just put that in. And I would start to look at reviews of the school. Then I will also go on their website, see what information I could provide there. Many of the schools do not provide pricing on their website. That's just some of them do, but most of them do not. And I understood that. Um, some so, of them share. So with the website part, so you do daycare in my area. So that's mm-hmm. SEO. That's search engine yeah. optimization right there. With them so. popping up. You're if you're in um if you're area and you if you're in a certain area and you type in daycare in my area based on your search engine optimization how you rank on Google mm-hmm. is where your website is going to rank yeah so more than likely we're not going to the second third fourth fifth pages I don't need to so, go that far because so, so many show up before so many show up <laughs> so if you are a local service business now we get into the business side of things if you're a local service business and you let's say lawn care you type in lawn care in my area. The first ones that are going to pop up are the first ones you're going to click, the first mm-hmm. ones you're going to check out. So mm-hmm. that's search engine optimization. Now, there are some things you could do to kind of beat that process, um, whether it's blogs, whether it's backlinks. You could go into all that. We talk about that stuff at Cleaning Business University where mm-hmm. we teach you how to start and scale a remote cleaning business without cleaning in houses. So daycare in my area would be the first step. And then now going to the website. So you said there's a few things you're looking for in their websites. Yeah. So also it depends that we were looking for monastery type schools. It wasn't a must have, but it was something that we were interested in. So that may narrow down your search, the type of school that you're looking for. If, if you, if you care about that. What's a monastery? Um, monastery is a type of learning basically on their end of them operating independently and people kind of encouraging them that way versus you just telling them what to do. So, so that's a, for my people, that's a quick check. You can Google so it, but I'm going to give, I'm gonna give you guys a breakdown breakdown. When I first heard the term monastery and they started breaking it down, I was like, this is gentrified schooling. So if you come from the hood, <laughs> monastery is ex- Maria monastery is the name. Listen, of the monastery country. is exactly when your parents were working at your parents are working full hours. You go home, you have to figure all this stuff out by yourself. <laughs> you're doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing by yourself at a certain age. So when you about eight years old, you probably shouldn't be taking a bus or the train by yourself. In New that's, York, that's monastery. That's monastery learning. <laughs> you get home, you cooking dinner on the stove. That's a monastery learning. You you are literally using the stove. You're using a knife that you probably shouldn't be using. No, but they give them a safe knife. They're cutting apples. The difference is own. it's in a guided environment yeah. where it's less likely to get hurt. But monastery schooling is essentially gentrified <laughs> schooling where a uh, you didn't have the money growing up and you had to figure this stuff out alone. But it's good because coming. I mean, this is more for New York because we're from New York. But mm-hmm. I learned a lot of skills and, and tools that I use later on in life that the people who didn't have that same upbringing was a little bit more. I don't want to say sheltered, but maybe monastery gives you a lot more freedom to kind of roam and figure things out alone. Right. Yeah. But obviously a teacher's in the classroom. In the so guided it's not environment. Like, you don't know what you're doing at all. But yeah. yeah. So that was another part of it. But so yeah. You're making your go, own bed. You're pulling your bed out on the floor. You're sleeping you're on the floor your, too. That's you're not sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Let these people do their own research. But um, 
So yeah, I would check the website. A big thing for me would be diversity. If they shared uh, their director and um, instructor's information, not all of them shared that on the website, but a lot of them do. So I was like, okay, let's see who's in, who's the instructors there. That would be important. What else? I also look for extracurricular activities. Um, a lot of them don't allow you to do anything until they're about three. But I just wanted to see what they had, like soccer, piano, violin, yoga, whatever. Did they offer anything? Even though it's an additional fee, that was important. But otherwise, they're pretty much standard in, you know, they include lunch or this is the structure or so on and so forth. So we had done a search when she was one years old. Originally, so we had an idea of what we were looking for going in again this time. Um, so we didn't visit the schools that we didn't like last time. Um, so this time around, I think we visited about eight schools or, or six so. to eight schools. Thank you for tapping in with us again. As you know, we always ask if you guys can please, please go ahead and leave us five-star review. Go ahead and write something if you're enjoying what we speak about. If you listen to us week to week, please be sure to let us know. That helps us to continue to grow and for other people to listen to our show as well. We appreciate it.